Hi, I'm Aaron Selbig. And I'm Dr. Amy Bessler. And we are the Latchkey Kids. The Latchkey Kids. Latchkey Kids, everyone. Woohoo. Ah. Uh, wow, everybody. Wow, 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 wow. We're we already really wowing. Need, I, 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 we need a really, like, a well-produced, mm. slick, mm. like, TV sitcom theme oh, song for this God. show. I, that, you know, my like, whole life, I've can we wanted hire, to have one of those. Can we hi- who's following that guy? me around. Who's that guy who's that, with guy? that plays the synthesizer that wrote all the jingles? You know the guy that did entertainment? John Tesh. <laughs> John, John Tesh. Tesh. Remember him? John Tesh uh, yeah, is famous Tesh, for like uh, you're you don't have anything going on. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, John are Tesh. You is he still alive? I don't know. I guess we can Tesh? find out. Step are one. Find out if John oh, Tesh is still alive. Sadly, we so, have this is what we have to do now with people yeah. our age and older is just check if they're <laughs> yes, still alive. <laughs> you all know how it's we going. Just, we just oh, did that boy. a minute ago with Bronson yep, Pinchot. We like, sure is he still did. alive. Oh uh, my gosh! Is. I he mean, Aaron, mm-hmm. let's mm. get into this. We'd love okay. to talk about friendship, you and I. That's what we do all the time. We sit here, we talk about, you know what? We love <laughs> Where is friendships. Everyone, wait a second. <laughs> is, is Steve, Steve Westby? Westby still alive? <laughs> Obviously, yes, he is. our listeners know about Steve Westby. You mm-hmm. and Steve Westby with the Stompers at MacArthur Elementary yes. School. You smuggled oh, yeah. them in onto we the made, playground. And, well, and don't <laughs> forget, we also made a potato gun out of a cardboard tube and fired it. <laughs> into the neighborhood one time well and then there was poor mark conars who mark had conars. to witness the yeah. pool sweep shooting incident uh, he yeah, was not his fault bystander. innocent bystander and all of that i'm sorry mark i was a bad oh, influence oh man mm-hmm. everybody knows that i had the misfortune of growing up with um, oh god um, famous uh, carrie russell carrie she was famous at the time but she may the as well actress. have been because yeah. the rest of us were trash compared to her <laughs> it was not okay yeah. i had lisa i had Kristen. we like to listen to madonna we love fr- our friends we have mm-hmm. friends um well you you have friends yeah <laughs> i have you and you have friends listen so I have so many friends that just last night I went to the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie with a bunch of friends, people. I saw that on social media, and you know what I thought immediately? I was like, oh my God, I thought you were going to the Taylor Swift concert. Oh my and I was God. like, Obviously, how did she not tell me about that? And why didn't she invite me and fly me out to California and to also, go see T Swift? Do you think I'm a multimillionaire? I <laughs> yes. mean, come on. Who and can where did she get that kind of money? <laughs> and is why is Cody letting her spend so much money to go see Taylor Swift? Oh <laughs> yes. my God. What how was is the Taylor happening? Swift movie? Oh, so good, Aaron. I'm going to go see it. You, I, I almost it. texted you last night. You yeah. have to. You have okay. to. I will. I will. I will. Oh, I will. It's okay. incredible, people. Even if you're not into Taylor Swift. Oh, oh. I love Taylor Swift. I've often said, and I'm a musician, and I'm like, you know, mm. I'm a pretty cool musician. Like, I do, I'm yeah, like a punk yeah, rock yeah, bass player yeah, and all this yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have told people, oh, and I will say this again. And you again. have told our listeners, as you I may have, recall. I have. I've already said this. Yes. Taylor yes. Swift is the Bob Dylan of her yeah, generation. Oh People, he's getting to an age where he's repeating himself. Oh, Do you have you noticed? Everyone? I was at that age at 15. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, I mean, obviously we had the Mormons to be jealous of and their friendships oh, yeah. when they we were had, children. They had each other. But so but yeah, one yeah, another they didn't and need, you and they I didn't were need just us. like what the hell do we do? Right. Where's Steve Westby? Westby go seek out Steve Westby, <laughs> Carrie Russell, that's what you do. Um, but more importantly, Aaron, we had the television oh, friendships. Man. Thank okay, God. people wasn't of for the that. situational yeah. comedies. If it wasn't for oh. the friendships on if the television for, screen, if it wasn't for Gilligan and Sheriff Andy Taylor oh. and Aunt B and uh, oh Tootie oh. from Facts of Life and wow, all of those wow, people. Wow, wow, you know? wow, people. Where would we be now? We would <laughs> not be doing a podcast that's called honestly, The Lashkey Kids. <laughs> that's our real family. <laughs> <laughs> that's our real family, that's everyone. Real family. Uh, are you sad for us? You shouldn't be because people... No, it was great. We are excited <laughs> to bring to you just a couple of the classic iconic yeah. friendships 
of the television situational comedy 1980s style. TV and there's really only sitcoms. one place yeah. to start. Yes. And it starts a little something like this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shlemiel. Shlemazel. Incorporate. Give us any chance, we'll chance take we'll it. Take it. Read, Read us any, any rule, we'll break, we'll break it. it. We're gonna, We're gonna make, make our dreams come true. Doing it our way. Oh man, Nothing's that is a turn banger. Us back now. Oh, Straight she's still ahead going. Okay. on the track now. We're, We're gonna, gonna make, make our, our dreams come true. And we'll, and we'll do, do it our way. Yes, our way. way. Making our dreams, our dreams come, come true. Oh, me and you, Aaron. Oh my God. Be that was beautiful. Laverne and that Shirley. What? Can we pause here for a second? Please, please pause. That's that's got to be top five all time uh, sitcom incredible. intro songs. What just a banger! The, just I mean, the Shlemiel and the, the Shlemiel and the Shlemazel. We're gonna get to I, it, people. I had a Don't Jewish worry. friend explain this to me years ago. <laughs> oh, thank God! Thank God! <laughs> in a very entertaining way, <laughs> what a Shlemiel, a Shlemiel and Shlemazel are kind of There's related. A, yeah. Yes. <laughs> people you're gonna learn and then you're yeah. gonna know and it's gonna be great that's all why of you're your here. dreams are so about to come learn. true okay we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna break all the rules right we're yep. gonna we're, we're going gonna to make all way. of your dreams come true Listen, right now just like the latchkey kids podcast we do yes. it our way yes we our do. way okay <laughs> yes just like the latchkey kids podcast laverne and shirley and burger king you can do it <laughs> our way. Your okay? way, our way. Our your way <laughs> or the highway. Uh, anyway, what are we talking about? Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley, everyone. Laverne oh. and Shirley. I, I must say that one of the things about Laverne and Shirley that I love, and it shares this with uh, Happy Days, which Happy Days mm. is where Laverne and Shirley started. Yep. We're gonna, we'll talk about that in just you a second. Yep. It's set in the idyllic Lake Michigan uh. coastal town of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I must say, mm. Dr. Amy, until, what was it? Th- three years ago, or was it two? No, it was three years ago. I had never been to Milwaukee, or maybe I had when I was a little kid. I don't remember. But I was on a bike tour around Lake Michigan. Yes. And I spent, yes. I spent like, I stopped in Milwaukee for like three days. Oh, and my friend okay. from Chicago met me there and we just, we did Milwaukee. Mm. And yes, we felt like Laverne and Shirley. You were doing it your way. We were doing yes, it our way. way. <laughs> and I am here to tell you, Milwaukee, Wisconsin is mm. a gem, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. And if you ever get the chance to visit Milwaukee, you're, you are in for a good time. It is a great town. I had a lot of fun. Really good mm. food. Very beautiful, lots of history. We saw the vacant lot where Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment building used to be. Uh, I mean, just all wow. of the sights and sounds Gorge. of Milwaukee. You know what um, I mean? Is there a Schatz Brewery? And if so, did you put any caps on any of the bottles? Because you should have. Okay. I there I didn't see a Schatz Brewery, but I did see breweries everywhere, oh, including sure. the Schlitz Brewery, which is like ah. a big one. Okay. So there are gigantic factory-sized mm. breweries all mm. over Milwaukee, so that's a real Wonderful. that's a real real thing. <laughs> Shots Brewery, of course, is where Laverne and Shirley yeah. lived. The show was set. Was it in the Was it in the sixties? Yeah, Your notes say like the late fifties, early sixties. Is yeah. that right? Okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, if you think about it, the Happy Days, it's kind of a Happy Days spinoff, right? Right. And so right. it's got that sort of vibe. It's like That's poodle true. skirty yeah, kind 50s, of looks. And the yes. sweater, the yeah, iconic yeah. sweater. We'll get to that in a Poofy moment. Poofy hairdos. That's true. You're right. So the two roommates were Laverne DeFazio mm. and mm. Shirley Feeney. They worked at Schatz Brewery as bottle cappers, which I bet that's a job that has long since been replaced by a robot. They <laughs> totally. lived... In a basement apartment. and Speaking they bef- of Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> yes. kinds of vibes. They're no, na- no, no, no. No, and they, no. They, their upstairs neighbors <laughs> included Lenny, Squiggy, and oh. Jeffrey Dahmer. Lenny and Squiggy. Uh, Lenny and Squiggy. And for Jeffrey me, Dahmer. When I, first, when I first saw Laverne and Shirley, and I mean, I was a little kid because this mm. was on... It started in the 70s, I believe, right? Yes. Well, yeah. Yes. I was a little, so I was a little kid. 
for me, it was all about Lenny and Squiggy, particularly 100%. Squiggy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, why isn't this the Squiggy why show? Why are they not popping <laughs> yeah. in right now? Yeah. We need to see them again. It's it been was really four great. Four minutes. Let's go. <laughs> it made it made the career of Michael McKean, uh, who was mm. Lenny. Anyway, so they lived in the, the basement uh, apartment. They had weird neighbors. Mm. Um, yeah. And for the, the character of Laverne, you had Penny Marshall, who has since oh. gone on to become a uh, not just an huge. actress, but a huge uh, director. Um, yep. But it was Gary Marshall, her older brother, who mm. cast her as Shirley... Or, or as a uh, um, as as uh, Laverne. 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 I'm sorry. I'm gonna yeah, do this. Yeah. This on. is gonna be a recurring theme. I'm gonna get this mixed up. <laughs> well, Shirley was played by Cindy Williams, who just yep. passed away, by the way, not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Cindy Williams. Uh, mm-hmm. Marshall first picked up on their chemistry together. This is Gary Marshall, the brother, when he hired his sister in Williams for the episode of Happy Days. That was back in 1975. They yep. played double dates. For Fonzie, Fonzie and Richie Cunningham. And Richie Cunningham. So, Remember everyone? Fonzie was like 45. Richie was yes. like 16. Yeah, and they were best Laverne friends. And Shirley, yeah. they're like 35. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and they go on a And Fonzie date. was like oh. this really cool Italian guy with a motorcycle <laughs> and leather jacket when in actuality he was played by a short Jewish guy, Henry Winkler. <laughs> That's a different uh, topic for a different day. That's the whole thing. Um, mm. but, but if you remember, uh, Shirley was kind of this mild mannered, I would say re- kind of soft spoken, almost meek character who was yes. like the good girl, you know, she was the, yes, 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 yes. yes. And yes. then Laverne, Laverne was, on the other hand, people was in your face. She was just herself. She was mm. very, she was from Brooklyn and she brash. was, Chewing sassy. gum and sassy and mm. and the two of them together, that's where that's where the chemistry came from. And that's what really made it uh. awesome. And so so you had Laverne dating Fonzie and you had mm-hmm. Shirley dating Richie Cunningham. And then <laughs> yeah. it was such a success that Laverne and Shirley became recurring characters on Happy Days, oh, and you would yeah, see them did. every once in a while. They just pop right up on yep. there. You all know. You remember. So, so, so Laverne and Shirley, the show is what we call in the TV world a spinoff. It is a spinoff mm-hmm. show of, t- of Happy yep. Days, right? That's so correct. So, let's get into the meat of this, Doctor Amy, and let's okay, start off people. with Schlemiel hey, and Schlemazel. This shall is we? the really this is the most important <laughs> part of this program. Okay. <laughs> so neither of these two young ladies was was Jewish in the show. Uh, Laverne was uh, from Brooklyn and she was Italian and and Shirley was just like your standard, you know, Midwestern waspy girl. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But Shlemiel and Shlemazel are two Yiddish terms that are used, you know, they're they're humorous uh, uh, Jewish or Yiddish terms, rather. So a Shlemiel is an inept, clumsy person and Ah. a Shlemazel is a very unlucky person, okay? A very unlucky ah, person. So the way okay. that it was explained to me yes. by my friend who understood this was yes. very often a schlamazel will be the victim of a shlemiel. Yeah, the shlemiel. The shlemiel exactly. will do something that will, you know, uh, cause issues for the unlucky shlamazel. okay? Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, so like a like shlemiel. Like you, Aaron. Yeah, You're a shlemiel. Shlemiel, and I'm I've a been, I'm both. I'm both <laughs> these days. Uh, so a shlemiel will spill soup on the shlemazel, and the shlemazel <laughs> is the guy who has the soup spilled on him. Okay. Right. All right. right, right, right now right, that we've right. got that. Okay, but I also still need to know about what I had no idea what they were saying when they would say Hassenpfeffer Incorporated. Like what the heck Oh, Hassenpfeffer. Yes, Hassenpfeffer is is a soup actually. It's a well, it's a stew. I remember it from Bugs Bunny from Looney Tunes, you yeah. know? Was it yes. El- Elmer Fudd? I don't know, was cooking stuff and it would it would have Hassen it was making his Hassenpfeffer. 
And yeah. turn Bugs Bunny into the Hassenpfeffer. Yeah. <laughs> so really, the 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 chant, the Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hassenpfeffer, it was a hopscotch rhyme, is as mm. how it how it uh, originated. Penny Marshall said in her memoir that using that those phrase at the start of the show was her brother Gary's idea, and they used to sing that with their friends in in their old neighborhood on the way to school. Okay. Ah. Uh. So I it's mean, like a it, people. it's like a jump rope song, basically playground. Oh, what a fun! You know. Why, Aaron? Why did you and I not have a hopscotch rhyme oh, to get ourselves in, to, to school? Because we lived we in just, Mesa, Arizona, in we the Mormon riding neighborhood. Riding our bikes, they no, didn't do anything like no, that. They didn't know about that. There was not a schlemiel or a no. schlemazel. There wasn't in sight, a good everyone. bagel place. There was just <laughs> nope, none of that. None no. of that. <laughs> none of that at all. So Laverne oh and Shirley first aired, uh, guess what year, Dr. Amy? You're going to love this. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Tell me. The tell glorious, me. glorious year of 1976. Oh, okay? my people. The yeah. year of my birth. The bicentennial. The, <laughs> wow, the bicentennial. The year that Dr. <laughs> Amy was born. The year my wife was born as well. Same year, 1976. Uh, 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 so uh, the first yeah. episode ran on ABC on January 27th, 1976, and it went through May 10th of 1983. Throughout mm. the run of the show, Penny Marshall received three nominations for a Golden Globe for Best Actress for mm. her, pla- well her portrayal of Laverne. And she went on to become a big director. Man, she directed Jumpin' Jack Flash. She directed Big with Tom Hanks. Huge. Big that was, was the... huge. Do you get what I just did, Aaron? Hey, but remember how hey. big Big was? Big was we so do big. an episode that includes Big. Okay. That was 1988 when Big came out. That was, by the way, Dr. Amy, that was the first film directed by a woman to make more than $100 million at the box office. Ooh. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. So really, Barbie, um, Barbie's yes. Greta Gerwig has oh, yeah. Penny Marshall to thank for paving I'm the way. Sure, I'm sure Greta Gerwig yeah. knows all about that. I'm sure of she does. Of course. Of course. So sadly, neither Laverne nor Shirley are still with us. Penny Marshall died mm. in 2018 at the age of 75. Uh, Cindy Williams, uh, you may re- recall if you saw the classic film American Graffiti, she was in that. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. she did yeah. she did a lot of stage uh, plays. She did was in Greece and a bunch of things. She made her Broadway debut as Mrs. Tottendale in The Drowsy Chaperone. That was in 2007. Oh, my God. I love The Drowsy Chaperone. I saw it on the stage not Did long ago. Did you really? Ago, people. I must yes. admit, I've Broadway never heard series, of The Drowsy traveling. Chaperone. <laughs> it's it's okay. good. It's good. All right. It's good. <laughs> Sounds like a good setup. Very yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on the nose. Yeah. Yep. So... Like Penny Marshall, Cindy Williams lived to be 75. She just died this past mm. January Aww. of this year. So R.I.P. Cindy Williams and okay. uh, Penny Marshall. So okay. Laverne and Shirley, I know that I saw it mm. throughout its run. You were rather young, but you I'm, I know you caught the tail end of it at least, and I'm sure we must have seen reruns and syndication. Definitely. I'm pretty sure I've seen probably every episode of sure. Laverne and Shirley, although it's been a while. Uh, what do you remember about the show and what made it great, Dr. Amy? Oh I know I, what, the thing that pops <laughs> up to my head immediately is the side characters, particularly yeah. Lenny and Squiggy. Yes. But also, yeah. I don't know if you remember, but Shirley had this on again, off again boyfriend, this like super Italian guy named Carmine. Do you remember Carmine? Carmine. He was very cute and he had like curly hair. You know? Oh my God. Carmine Carmine. people. Yeah. I mean, the friendship, obviously, really Penny Marshall as Laverne was just like a next gen Lucille Ball. Like so funny and so amazing. Do you remember her drink that she always drank all the time? Oh God! What was it? What was it? What it was, was it? it was milk and Pepsi. Oh <laughs> she, my God! She combined <laughs> milk and Pepsi. Do you remember that? Oh that was her God. drink. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> it's just oh, weird Lord. little, weird little things like that. I that love it. Painted that character, and of course mm. she had the big cursive L on 
Not just uh, like one sweater, but on like a hundred different sweaters. Everything she oh, we're gonna get to that in a moment. But okay, yes, yes, I yes. love, love, love. She had the big love L the sweater. Want one. Um Lenny, Squiggy, and Carmine. I mean, basically the show was like it was an odd couple show, you know, because like, it of was the course. the thing that really made it work was the odd couple dynamic between the meek but perky Shirley Feeney and the bold mm. Brooklyn Italian Laverne DeFazio, yes. who if she yes. had a thought in her head, she was going to say it, you know? Yes. And then also, I think the thing that made this show kind of different, especially for when it came out in 1976, is... I mean, how many shows back then, Dr. Amy, featured two independent women mm. taking chances and breaking rules, you know? They didn't need no men. They didn't need no know? men. Even Carmine was like, he was, you know, on again. he was in and if out. He, he wasn't If he really... pops by, fine. Yeah. If not, And Laverne had a boyfriend, like, when she <laughs> wanted to, but nothing, you know. They had each other, and yes. they were making it their way. You know what I mean? And that's just a really... That's an unusual uh, concept for its time. Yes, yes. Dr. Amy, mm. how would you feel about mm. a handful of Laverne and Shirley mm. fun facts? Oh, my God. Is that exciting? I live for fun facts, as you know. Well, wow. you should be excited about these fun facts because you're the one who dug them up from the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, the illusion has just been <laughs> broken, I pull, shattered. Am I pulling back the curtain? The okay. Well, I think I, said, knows, so. I think I said last time when, when I did all the work for our Dr. Demento show that how highly unusual that is and that really yes our really listeners know they know who okay, researches okay. and finds okay, the fun facts fine. i would just like to say i pull my weight in other ways okay oh anyway God, people he totally okay. does he totally does so fun fact number one lenny and squiggy originally their original act together was not exactly family friendly for television okay oh so oh. yeah yeah you had Michael McKean and David Lander played Lenny and Squiggy. They met while working together in a comedy troupe called The Credibility Gap. That's a very interesting <laughs> okay. name for okay. a comedy troupe. Okay. And one of their bits was about two characters named Lenny Kosnowski and Anthony, pronounced Anthony, Squigliano. <laughs> the voices and posturing, ever. it was pretty much the same as Lenny and Squiggy, except for one key difference. All of the jokes they did were full of profanity and sexual references, everyone. Oh, my God. Aaron, I would love nothing more than I know. to find some tape hidden of this? footage yeah. of these people. I know. If it, you were in the, a nightclub or whatever. Or if you were, you you were in the this, Credibility Gap comedy trip. surreptitiously recorded it, please send it our way. So they were like originally this profanity-laced version mm. of Lenny and Squiggy. Yeah. So... Penny Marshall was the one who saw them and she invited okay. them to a party at her house. This is after Laverne and Shirley had already been sold as a series and was already going to become a thing. Mm. And she invited them to perform their routine. And guess who was there at the party? Mm. Her, her brother, Gary, who is brother a big producer Gary. on the I show. Mean. Yeah, his wheels are always turning. You know, this guy, he's looking around. He's, he's looking got at good the bartender. Ideas. He's yeah. looking at. Oh, he's looking at the mailman. Like, okay, what kind of? How yeah. can I get these people into my next show? What are we doing? Well, it's interesting why he thought when he saw Lenny and Squiggy. It's interesting the the bridge that his brain made. He thought <laughs> the pair would make an interesting addition to the show as two guys who could manage to make Laverne and Shirley seem a little more classy. <laughs> you know? He was like, if they can, if these two knuckleheads... They're even lower rent than Laverne yes, and Shirley. Exactly. Okay, I like yeah. that. I like it. So he wanted to class, class up. up Laverne and Shirley a little bit. And <laughs> I will say, hilarious. the versions of Laverne and Shirley, particularly Laverne, that were on the show were classier than the versions that were on Happy Days. They were different. They were yes, you yes, know yes. I mean? Yeah, Laverne Laver was Laverne kind of, on Happy Days was she was a wild girl. She was wilder. Time. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. She was. She was under the bleachers. She was all those things. Yeah. 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 So that he asked Lenny and Squiggy if they could clean up their act, and they said sure. Fun fact mm. number two: Laverne and Shirley mm. were re-virginized. 
for the oh series. Oh, God. Is okay? that a medical procedure, Aaron? And also, that feels very invasive in it's order very to invasive. be a television program. It's illegal in 13 states. Okay, um, great, yes. great. Probably not uh, in Kentucky, where you live. <laughs> not in Kentucky. In Kentucky, it's fine. <laughs> it's encouraged, actually. Yeah, it's strongly um, encouraged. <laughs> Everyone gotta get, in Kentucky. Gotta get. As a matter of fact, after this episode is over, I'm getting done, going down to my general practitioner to sign up to get re-virginized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Good luck with that. Oh, oh wow, uh, wow! No, this wow. goes to what we were just talking about. How on the happy days, they were kind of, they were from the wrong side of the tracks. You know, they yes. were experienced. Laverne would, I would dare say Laverne was even maybe a little bit sleazy when on mm. Happy Days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yes. for, for Happy Days, it worked because they were, they were the Lenny and Squiggy in a way of Happy Days. You know what I mean? They yeah. were maybe there to yeah. class up Fonzie a little bit. You know what I mean? Wow. Which, yeah that's, yeah, that's tough to do. But somehow Laverne could do it. Yeah, well, totally. and they And it worked because, you know, they would pair them with the clean cut Richie Cunningham. And that was mm. all, you know, that's mm. what made it funny. Right. But for them to be on a weekly series airing on primetime family hour yep. in the 70s, they kind of had to cla- class them up. And so this was Penny Marshall's term that she used. She said they were re-virginized. To wow. to portray Mag- these blue the magic collar, of television. <laughs> they were so they were blue collar and they were rough around the edges, but they were still like somewhat innocent young ladies. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you had yeah. to be in those yeah. times on television, unfortunately. <laughs> and finally, our final mm. fun fact about mm. Laverne and Shirley is the L, the cursive L monogram oh, on all of God. Laverne's sweaters. That iconic. Was iconic. I mean, people, I would get my own, get but A's. my name is Amy yeah. and it would appear to be a scarlet letter. Oh, OK, shit. everyone, yeah. I can't because hey. if I had That's the L, I could you could do, do a B for your last name. Maybe well, could you do a B? Yeah, it's uh, not the same. It's okay. not the same. All right. Okay. Um, you could change your name to Laverne, I guess, and just mm. do that, I guess. OK, I no, no, I'm, I'm pondering that. OK. <laughs> So when a show, when a brand new show is getting started with brand new characters, you know, you're inventing everything about these characters, their jobs, where mm. they live. And, and it goes down to like all of these little these little details. And so rather than having to be constantly addressed as Laverne, she came up with the idea of sewing an L monogram on her clothing to kind of reinforce with the audience who she was. And I think she's it really Laverne, ended up. Laverne and the other she's one Laverne. is Shirley. Yeah, oh, I'm not the other so one. I'm, the, I'm Laverne. And she, and it also like, I mean, it, it also, to me anyway, really informed her character and spoke to like who she was. Because she was really like in your face, bold, Listen, not afraid I'm to be Laverne. herself. She spoke okay. her mind. You know what I mean? And of course she had a giant cursive L on her, on every single on sweater every, that she owned, every, you know, everything she wore, yeah, her pajamas, yeah. everything, her bathroom, drinking, drinking her milk and Pepsi. So that, ladies and gentlemen, oh, that is Laverne and Shirley, one Laverne of the great friendship oh, sitcoms my God. of all time. Uh, oh my God, I love yeah. it. Thank you, Aaron. That was delightful. You're yeah. a shlemiel. I'm a shlemazel. We're we're both going to be turned into house soup here soon, probably. I, I guess that's true. Uh, I probably am the shlemiel. Okay, probably. that would make you the shlemazel. Okay, so yes. I mean, you brought us two powerful, wonderful women <laughs> as friends in the world yeah. of Milwaukee. Okay, I mean, how what could be a better compliment? Then a couple of doofus boys who are friends and cue the theme song. Aaron, are you are you with this one? Right. This Ready? Is be... and here we go. Okay, here we go. Sometimes the world. Why aren't you singing? I don't. I don't. <laughs> this is not. This is Sometimes the opposite. Sometimes the world looks <laughs> okay. perfect. Nothing to rearrange. Now, people, you're as you're own. listening to this, you're try to figure out one. how this connects yeah. to the show. Okay. Maybe, maybe, Sometimes Dr. Amy, maybe we just... should just stop and read the lyrics. How about that? Okay. 
That's Why don't you read do. the lyrics of, of know this theme my song? Singing is, okay. Yeah. Everyone, okay. tell me how this connects to yeah. what does the this wonderful even show, mean? Perfect Strangers. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Sometimes the world looks perfect, Aaron. When? Nothing to When does it look perfect? Never. I've never experienced that. <laughs> Sometimes you just get a feeling like you need some kind of change. Well, that actually well, kind of works because Belki yeah. has to come to the United States. Okay. Okay. No matter what the odds are this time, okay, uh -huh. as opposed to last time, okay. nothing's going to stand in my way. It might stand Nothing. in your way, but not my way. That's right. This flame in my heart. Whoa, <laughs> flame in your heart all of a sudden. I, well, you have a heartburn caused <laughs> right. by um, eating too much spicy food. <laughs> you need to check your um, doctor, yeah. And a long-lost friend... What? What is that? ...gives every dark street a light at the end. Oh, God. Did somebody... Is this somebody's sixth-grade poem assignment? And then I do remember the chorus, everyone. Okay, Standing sing the chorus. tall on the wings of my dream, rise and fall on the wings of my dream. I this mean... It sounds like one of those corny? songs our mother would have listened to that was sung Ugh. by, like... Peebo Bryson or somebody. It was a Peebo Bryson classic. No, it was not. But people, what the hell does that have to do with? I don't know. Perfect not, strangers. Not a, it's the opposite of Laverne and Shirley. It's not the most yes, banger. We were talking yeah. before the show, Dr. Amy, that we have a theory that like in the 70s and 80s, yeah. I mean, they yeah. were just cranking out TV theme songs, cranking, right? So many good them ones. Out. Right? <laughs> Some of them were great. Hey, Not all of them were great, though. They can't all be winners. They can't all be great. <laughs> nope. So you got like a reject pile, right? So then they come That's up right. with a new yeah. show. And they're like, this show's not, it doesn't quite have the budget uh, of a Laverne and Shirley. Need, yeah. So what can yeah, we get we by need. with? Let's look at the scrap heap here. And we got this <laughs> live in your dream song. this thing of, uh, It's yeah, not a John Tesh. That's for sure. in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, I mean, unfortunate theme song aside, I mean, people, perfect strangers. perfect strangers. How much did you love it? Oh, my God. Love it. I did love it. You I had did. the physical humor. You had such <laughs> fun dynamics. You had uh, Emmy nominee Bronson Pinchot Bronson as Pinchot the lovable Balki Bartakamos. Okay. Balki Bartakamos is my he, favorite character. He was the of Penny time. Marshall. Of he perfect was strangers. absolutely yeah. the Penny Marshall. Yes. So he plays the fish out of water foreigner. We love foreigners, mm. oh, okay? This is this is classic. <laughs> and and he's love, from. Everyone. We love a good foreigner. <laughs> we love a good foreigner as yeah. long as they don't get uppity. You know, mm -hmm. as long as they just right, as keep long it, as they stay in their lane, <laughs> stay in your place, okay? <laughs> he was. Remember where he was from, Aaron? He was from the oh, island yes. of of Mipos. Meepos. And there's a reason for that. There's yeah, a reason why. Yeah, there's a reason why he's not from like a if real place. If you're thinking yeah. of your yeah. geography um, yeah. lessons in fifth grade, you're thinking, I don't remember I mean, Meepos. That's correct. I always, I always thought of Meepos as basically being a substitute for Greece. You know, because yeah, Bar yeah, yeah, Bartokamus, yeah, yeah. yes. that sounds like a Greek yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, totally, right? totally, totally. Yeah. Okay. So he decides he's going to come to America. He's going to make it big. He ends up crashing with his cousin Larry. Cousin okay, Larry. Played by Mark Lynn Baker. He plays uh -huh. like the straight man. He's the everyman. Also, there yeah. was a little bit of a potentially... I'm just going to throw this out there. Was Balky hmm. homosexual, possibly? But he was... Well, he had a girlfriend in later seasons of the oh, show. Oh, okay. So no. I'm but, still asking, though. Because... But Bronson Pinchot, <laughs> if you remember, and, and I think you're going to get to this in a second, but he he first came to the attention of the world playing a gay character in Beverly Hills Cop, right? That's and it was kind of an over-the-top... It was a really yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, over the top, the top. kind yeah, yeah, of yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it would okay, probably okay. be considered offensive now. I'm sure it would I'm be. I'm blending that with this in my mind. Okay, yeah. let me get back on track. Yes, so, yes, yes. The cousin, the cousin Larry, Mark Lynn Baker, kind of the straight man. That's where I was going. He plays a straight man. I don't mean that in the sexual orientation <laughs> sense. I mean, in the, he plays just like the straight. He's like, the place of the audience. He's the one who is yeah, confused see, and the, bemused. He's, by That's all exactly of Balky's right. idiosyncrasies, and right? this is why I yeah. have Aaron 
okay? So he, he can no. be bemused by me. No, no, That's why you. he's here. Oh, no, no, no. I'm the Balky no, no. slash I'm Laverne Balky. in this relationship. I'm, I'm Laverne. You're, you're the Shirley, Shirley slash Uncle you Larry. You are Larry. No, you're Larry. Cousin. Cousin Your cousin Larry. Larry. Okay. okay. So he's an aspiring journalist. He tries to show Balky the ropes of American life. Yes. In the process, they're bumbling around. It's madcap. It's, it's one silly. It's very silly ridiculous show. situation ridiculous. after the next. Yeah. Um, they, of course, there are valuable life lessons infused about, you know, compassion and honesty and forgiveness. It did have a sweetness to it. It definitely was quintessential 80s vibes yeah. in Perfect yeah. Strangers everyone i mean wow 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 wow. of wow, course they were the wow, best of wow. friends and yes. yes yeah and i mean as you mentioned Pinchot, you know first you know got this huge you know attention from playing this over-the-top foreign accent yeah. you know character in 1984's beverly hills cop yeah. And so, was he going to be typecast? The answer yes. is yes. 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 <laughs> because we, then he went on well, to play Balky. We, we looked for him eight up. Seasons. We looked him up, and he is still yeah. alive. He's still alive. We have He's to. Alive. We always have to ask that question: yeah. Is this person still alive? <laughs> yes. Um, and so, yes, he definitely mm-hmm. got sort of typecast. But you know, we were there for it. So, yeah. I mean, again, what made it great, Aaron? I mean, it's the same thing. It's another odd couple. These yeah. friendship shows that seems to be the running theme is you put together two very opposite friends together, or in this case, I yes. guess they're relatives. And so yes. you've got you've got the neurotic kind of everyman cousin Larry, and then the yep. foreign in every way possible Balky Bartokamus. And you put them together, and how could it not be hilarious, right? How yeah. could it not? Everyone? Yes. I also think that, like, another thing that made the show great that I loved, that w- that really, like, it was really very funny. when mm. Whenever they would talk about the, the mythical land of Mepos, and, yes. I mean, they had all these sayings and yes. songs. Do you remember the I dance mean, of joy? He would do the dance oh, of joy. Dance of joy. I'm do. I want to. I'm gonna. But pause. So I'm gonna. It's do like it right a little. Now. It's like you did a little <laughs> twist, and you know. Uh, and then, do you remember the Mepos cure? I don't hmm. remember. Whenever it's like yeah. cousin Larry would he get was a cold. Make, yeah. Yeah. It would involve like chicken Mepos. beaks or something. I don't know. You know the Mepos cure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, imagine I being in the that. writer's room, Aaron, because really you could just writing. go yeah. hog wild coming up with more Meepos stuff as totally. as the series went on. I mean, eight seasons. There's a lot of eight, Meepos yeah. to explore. <laughs> and, as, and as we mentioned, I mean, and also in a parallel to Laverne and Shirley, uh, the performance of Bronson Pinchot Incredible. is really was really the foundation of perfect strangers i mean it really was people it was the bronson Pinchot Pin show. show yeah it was the bronson Pinchot show show and it that really doesn't was. sound good it doesn't no. roll off the tongue and yeah, therefore they, they had to call that's it why they had to call perfect it perfect strangers, strangers. yeah and have that stupid theme song that makes no sense and then and then also like if you're looking for a little bit of a deeper mm. meaning you know much mm. like laverne and shirley was ahead of its time portraying two young independent women breaking all the rules. Um, this show, Perfect Strangers, portrays immigration in a positive light, which I, uh, I'm trying to think okay, of okay. another show that does okay. that, and I'm drawing a blank, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, even though Balky is weird and silly and funny, <laughs> he also is a sympathetic character, and throughout the eight seasons of the show, he becomes... He successfully integrates into America, you know, and he it's, has a successful life. He has a girlfriend. He wins people over with yeah. his foreignness, his foreign right. charm. I mean, they, yeah. thankfully for him, he speaks English. He's got some things going for himself, you yes. know? Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, all of that is great, Aaron, but really, more importantly, let's get to the fun facts. Fun facts, that's everybody. that's why we come to Here this program. <laughs> okay. okay. Yep. Now. Did you know, Aaron, the show was inspired by the 1984 Olympics, people? <laughs> it did not Wait, know keep, keep, who would have thunk? How Keep waiting hell? for our Olympics episode because... Oh, yes. Especially I, the 1984 Olympics uh, in Los Angeles. My goodness. Oh, my God. That Dave. was okay. the greatest Olympics of all time. Uh, uh, it really okay. was. The so, song... 
Okay. The okay. producers, okay, Thomas Miller, Robert Boyette, and Dale McRaven, they all um, agreed that watching international athletes experience American life while they were in Los Angeles for the 84 oh, Olympics. Oh, okay. They were like, this is a thing. It got them thinking about yeah. how that might be to sort of explore like what that culture shock would be like, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... <laughs> When we have uh, Pinchot, you know, coming in as this European immigrant, um, they're like, yes, Bronson Pinchot, he's the one. We got to have him. The he guy had from already Beverly committed yes. to another show called oh. Sarah, which none of us know. Never heard of that. Apparently it was not long lasting for okay. NBC. But that show, thank goodness for the rest of us, not for Sarah or her parents. <laughs> for Sarah. Um, that show got canceled, and then he agreed to do Perfect Strangers. Okay, okay people. Now it all worked out in the end. You think that Tom Cruise would give good advice, and maybe he did here, I don't know. maybe he didn't. But maybe I don't we know don't think that. that about Tom Cruise. Actually, Tom Cruise is a bit of a nut. I'm Listen, not sure about his advice. I, I let's go on a Tom Cruise um, sidebar for a second. <laughs> okay. I I will watch. Any Tom sure. Cruise movie, and Same. not just because yeah. he's handsome and all of that. Yeah. I've seen he, all the Mission Impossible movies. He, Absolutely. The Mission Impossible movies are a great example of uh-huh. he commits and he goes all the way yes, in he does. on If he's running, he's running full speed. His level of preparation and Did you see that stunt where he's hanging and, out of the airplane uh, and he actually hung out of an airplane? <laughs> He's a, he, and he's like 60 but, years old. But life <laughs> he's advice, a mm, maybe not as much. But yeah, watch yeah. his movies, absolutely. Sure. Maverick, we love you. And maybe don't take that. life advice okay. from him, though. So yeah. before Landing Perfect Strangers, Pinchot had a supporting role. Aaron, do you remember that he was also in 1983's Risky Business? I he do was? not. <laughs> I have to go back and watch huh. that. Okay. So, don't remember that. While on the set, he told... Um, Pinchot told U.S. Magazine that Cruz picked up on the fact that he was low on funds. He was just scraping by. So uh-huh. Cruz offered to lend him money, and he cautioned him against ever doing television. He said, whatever oh. you do, don't do it, even mm. though you're broke. Okay, don't do it. Pinchot explained that he... Um, as he was not Tom Cruise, okay, yeah, he wasn't in a position to turn shit choice. down. I'm not listen. Although, I'm looking I at mean, you, and you're Maverick, and I though, am not. In, in retrospect, retrospect, maybe Tom Cruise had a point. Maybe because, he was onto something. Because Bronson Pinchot really did get pigeonholed into this foreign guy thing, yeah, and then once and Perfect Strangers was was over with. That, like, mm-hmm. I guess he didn't, I haven't, I mean, honestly, I haven't seen anything that Bronson Pinchot has been in in like 35 years. And it's too bad exactly. because Bronson Pinchot was great. He was really a very talented comedic actor, but I don't know. Maybe he should have done more movies. I'm not eh, sure. I don't know. I don't know. Now, this would have been a different vibe, Aaron. Originally, hmm. Larry, Cousin Larry, um, was uh, going to be portrayed by Louis Anderson. Oh, That's a little wow. bit of a different. So he's. Okay. It would have been a little more cynical. He was I in the more cynical version of the pilot. I can see that. Yeah. And yeah. he. He wouldn't be an everyman anymore. Yeah. Nope. He yeah. wasn't quite right. And they. He was let go, even though he was. Really, it people. didn't work I out, mean, huh? And well, he would so have taken the spotlight. Actors. He would have taken some yeah. of the spotlight from Bronson Pinchot. Yeah, he sure Because he Louis sure Anderson have. also is a comedy genius. Exactly. You know? he but would have, maybe, yeah. maybe they to needed, really, they wanted Bronson Pinchot to shine. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. exactly right. So they had several actors audition, and then everyone agreed that Pinchot had the best dynamic playing against. People, Yale graduate Mark Lindbaker. Really? Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. What is his Yale degree in? I wonder. Is it sitcom acting? Do they have that at probably, Yale? Probably. Probably. Okay. Um, so we've talked a lot about Meepos. We yes. love Meepos. The I'm Meepos gonna go care. there on my next vacation. That's okay, where they do Iceland the dance of joy. Yes. I'm gonna go to Meepos. I so would like to go uh, to of Meepos. course, Meepos is fictional. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and that was intentional, as you might imagine, to avoid offending anyone. Right. Okay. <laughs> if they had said that this was Kazakhstan. <laughs> yeah. They, they yeah. would have had the government of Kazakhstan all over they them. They would have ended up in some kind of global conflict right. and with nuclear yeah. implications that none of us were ready for. Okay. Exactly. So they had to make um, up a country. That's really so smart, it, though, isn't it? it? It's, it's smart. Really smart. It's smart because it's a cynical, obviously but <laughs> it's, he, he seems he's very much Greek is what we're, it's what Greece. we're observing Come with on. our eyeballs. Okay? It's Greece. Yeah. But. They they eventually you know like eventually came to the thing of like no we can't make it Greece we got to make yeah. it this fictitious place then we can really have some fun with it yeah then you can anyone. make up all these weird customs and everything I mean it was yes great. yeah so that it's really was smart perfect. it really unlocked it really really some really comedy smart. really smart yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so Aaron, I mean, if you and I had our own sitcom, our greatest accomplishment would be to have this next person I'm going to tell you about as a fan of our program. People, did you know Lucille Ball was a fan of Perfect Strangers? They could just quit while they're ahead. Okay? Oh, my God. They should have quit. If Lucille Ball told me she liked something uh, I did, I would just, I'd probably just drop you just, dead. You would have to. What else could you happiness. do at that point? Yeah. Um, when they yeah. came back for their second season in August of 86, she told the press that she thought they were both just great. And she said, I love those guys. And Pinchot was just wow. flabbergasted. He said, it's like being a watercolorist and having Renoir say, interesting, good work. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh totally, my God. Totally. Aaron, the show ran uh, for eight seasons from 86 to 93. Wow. Okay. Marklin Baker, uh-huh. uh, Cousin Larry. Okay. He went on to do mostly guest spots for TV shows, some movies you've never heard of. Not a ton. I think I remember yeah. seeing him Aaron here and pop there. Up here and yeah. there. He's mm-hmm. alive and well at age 69. Good okay. news. Bronson right. Pinchot, yeah. also alive, 64. Uh, although we do, uh, we do to have Bronson a Pinchot? history of killing people we talk about really? on this okay. program so okay. we need to okay. maybe all right. be, those two should be careful that's all i'm gonna say um he has worked extensively aaron did you know as an audiobook narrator he's done over a hundred recordings really i mean oh, okay. wouldn't you love to listen to bronson pinchot um read to you in the voice of balki bartakamos um you oh, know man i some I think Tolstoy I or, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. He also, we know he was in some feature films, Risky Business, Beverly Hills Cop. He was also in the First Wives Club, True Romance, and Courage Under Fire. Okay, those are some biggies. Wow, um, okay. And he did file in 2015, he filed for Chapter 13 bankruptcy. Oh, dear. And oh, dear. so okay. maybe oh. he should have listened to Tom Cruise. We don't know. Should have listened to Tom Cruise that's, and stuck with movies. That's the moral of the story. And people then, listen to Tom Cruise, ugh. become a Scientologist well, today. Okay? I mean, <laughs> if Tom Cruise was really, you know, uh, Bronson Pinchot's buddy, why didn't he, like, cast him in the Mission yeah, Impossible movies or something? I mean, Tom Cruise, you know you're all I mean? talk, Tom Cruise. Okay, find a, no find action. a role for <laughs> your buddy, together. can't you? You know? He could have been in the Top Gun reboot. I mean, why not? Let's mix totally. it up a little. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. Wow. Aaron, I mean, love those two programs. Such classics. Such good buddies. Oh, such so great good. friends. We yes. love those were our friends yes. too. Because again, love, the Mormons didn't I like us. I would love to have friends someday. And <laughs> yeah. so yes, very a, inspiring. A Balky yes. would be great. I mean, I need a Shirley sure. to my Laverne. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> At all times. Um, Aaron, some predecessors of of friends in oh, sitcoms. Man. Obviously, Lucy and yeah. Ethel are number one on my list. Lucy Okay. Yeah. Um, any yeah. others come to your mind? I mean, well, I mean, we mentioned before the Odd oh, Couple, which is really like I, was a play and then a show, and I, both of these shows are kind of yep, Odd Couple they type. They sure are. You know? That's that's a that's a formula it's, for comedy. It is greatness. a formula. It Forever. also makes me think yeah. of Burton Ernie. Okay, same formula. The Odd Couple. <laughs> you know, like off the top of my head. Oh. Off the top of my mm. head, uh, Andy Griffith and Barney Fife, oh, you know? I mean, yes. th- that show wasn't totally about them, but it, it kind of was. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. So that, was a, that, was a, that was a beautiful TV yes. friendship. 
Uh, yeah. People, we are mm-hmm. just scratching the surface of all of these beautiful TV what? friendships of our youth, okay? There's more? But wait, there are more, okay? I you know there are more. there be more? And so stay tuned. Next time on the program, the Latch Geek Eds podcast in a couple of weeks, we're going to bring you part two of sitcom friendships. And ooh, we've got some right. biggies, the biggest. I don't even know what uh, it the is. The biggest and the bestest. What, is. what are we doing? It's going to be great. <laughs> Uh, sources okay. for this episode, Wikipedia, americansongwriter.com, Huffington Post, the tvprofessor.com. I feel like I'm the TV wow. professor, but whatever. Screenrant.com <laughs> and Mental Floss. Okay, lots of sources because Dr. Amy floss. did the research. Now, special bonus feature, people. You love a bonus feature. Um, Aaron, I just sent you a text message. Don't look at it yet. Don't look at it yet. Um... This is, uh, let me give you a little context, and then I just want to get your real-time reaction for our listeners and for me. Um, This is a screenshot of a social media post made by a former student of mine. Um, Y'all know I was a high school English teacher, so um, now this is Mm -hmm. a grown person with her own family, and she used to be my student many years ago. Okay, so she has a little daughter who's a Girl Scout. Anyway... Um, they went in a Girl okay. Scout outing, and I would like for you to look at this image and see where okay. they are okay. on their Girl Scout here. outing. Okay, Dr. Amy. What? Oh, that's a cute. Oh, no way. Way. Oh, my goodness. Oh, let me zoom, zoom in. in. Oh, yeah, Check that looks exactly out. the same. Wow, there's a whole bunch of Girl Scouts there. Okay, this is at... Skateland skate in Mesa, land Arizona. In Mesa, Arizona. People, this is not Which where I taught is now English. Called USA Skateland. No, is that what it's called? I guess so. Okay. I taught this young woman in Northern California. She now lives in the Phoenix yeah, area. What's she doing in Mesa? Oh. Wow. Okay. It's Skateland. Wow. Oh. wow. Uh, shout wow. out wow. to uh, one of our num- number one fans. There's a fight if I name a certain number <laughs> one. But f- dear friend Laura, who sent this to me because she's such a fan of the podcast, okay. she's like, check well, out where maybe, they are. There, It's your Skateland. Maybe we should send her some recommendations. Like she could go to the Dirty Drummer okay. uh, you know, and play pool. Yep. And then she could go to Big Surf. She'll probably have to break in because it's been closed and they're selling off all of the water slides. Yeah, yeah. You could go to Fiesta Uh, Mall, but it's also Fiesta Mall, I believe, got bulldozed. (laughs) So in other words... um, You know what? Never mind. Never mind. Stop Pizza maybe is still Oh, she could send her kids to summer day camp at the Mesa YMCA. YMCA, everyone. Oh, my God. Ah. Okay. Aaron, I mean, you and I, we might not be Balky and Larry or Laverne and Shirley, but we are Aaron and Dr. Amy, and that's good enough for now. Okay? We're doing our best. we'll be back with more of this nonsense (laughs) next week. In two weeks, people. You know. Two weeks. Damn it. You know what I meant. In two weeks, we'll be back with more. Until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. everybody. Bye-bye.